0: episode of self-care monologues today we're going to be talking about respectability politics and even if you don't know what that means it's basically when a marginalized community today we're going to talk about the black community where members will consciously abandon or punish controversial aspects of their cultural cultural political identity as a method of assimilating And basically what that means is that you water down your blackness to kind of like fit in and recently we have noticed that this topic has come up because of a new young lady on the scene her name is sexy red and she stirred up a lot of conversations within our community and it kind of sparked something within me and I felt like this really needed to be talked about because a lot of the conversations were just they were really bad and then a lot of people their anti-blackness started showing i was like wow we haven't had much you know outside of the podcast debates online there's there's not been anything like this um so the first thing i want to talk about is her music we're not going to get into her appearance first we're going to talk about the music we all know um i think she became famous with her song that was on tiktok i don't want to say it because i don't know about copyright or anything like that so i'm not going to say the lyrics but we all know what song i'm talking about and people just thought that was so vulgar it was so disgusting. She was disgusting. Like, how can a black woman speak like that? Why is she talking like that? And all of her songs are kind of, they're very racy, they're catchy, I'll give it that. And, you know, people were just cl- clutching their pearls over these songs. But for me, I was just sitting back like, I have heard worse from male artists, I've heard worse from female artists. So I, I really didn't understand. But, um, everybody seems to have their own opinions about her. Honestly, I really like the girl because she is herself. Um, she's not focused on changing herself to fit an image. She's just herself. Like, she just seems like somebody that you know from your hood who just has this big personality and don't care what somebody thinks.
1: So, I want to go off of everybody's gonna hate somebody that's new. Um, we're coming to an era where female rappers, first off, are just dominating rap. Uh, so that's that's the start of it. Female rappers are coming in, and I want to say certain guys are just like upset because women are taking over rap. There, there, do I say? I don't see an issue with it. I think with certain guys where the issue comes in is when they have to, the backlash, and I shouldn't even say backlash, but the backlash that comes with, or the the wave, that, that's a better word, the wave and the trends that come behind what Sexy Red is saying. Now, granted, I don't have a problem with Sexy Red or the music she makes or the, the trends she, she makes, but I guess I'll speak for guys when they say like, you know, how can you say this or whatever? I guess I, I, I'm i figuring they're talking about the women that just kind of take what she says and they make it their lifestyle, which is okay. Like, that's, you know, do that. If that's, you know, if this wants to be your spokesperson, let it be. Because Youngboy is a certain guy's spokesperson. Lil Durk is a certain nigga's uh, spokesperson. Rod
0: right Wave, Kevin Gates.
1: Rod right Wave, Kevin Gates, whatever the case may be. And it's perfectly fine. But... I guess with certain women they take certain aspects of her lyrics and they apply that to her whole like to their whole life. And then they come to this guy and they say, "Well, then they start quoting like sexy red city girls, whatever the case may be, and it's like I right, like you taking this woman's whole identity, her whole personality. You like you wasn't like this 2 3 days ago, not even a day ago. Now you're yeah. being this way. Like, where the hell did this come from? And then, of course, they find out, oh, so this is who you get it from. And then they just throw all that hate towards her.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I think people need to realize that a lot of times these trends come up on the internet. And just like we had our hot girl era, um, made the Stallion. You just see the girl era. And now you have your, you know, my coochie pink, my booty hole brown era. <laughs> so... I think that that was an
1: insane line, <laughs> by the way. I was just that these was trends.
0: These trends do die down, so I think even with TikTok, sometimes we hear trendy TikTok. Everybody know about it, like like that lady who was like, "It's a chicken salad." Everybody was saying that for weeks, and then it just disappeared. I
1: never so
0: heard with that. these trends, they come and they go. So I think somebody will see sexy red, and they might act like her for maybe a week or two but then you just forget about it and that's no longer your personality so i also want to get into um
1: and that's another thing like god like so you first off you had women want to be city girls and then the, the city girls thing died and then it's like oh well now you a hot girl and then that died and now you want to be so it's like all right like y'all just hopping and again it's okay because guys do it like yeah
0: we're just in the era led by the internet so it's very common to pick up trends and then put them down
1: i think and this is just me thinking i'm not a trend person and i'm not the best person to keep up with trend like i just found out the other day with the 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 girl on the plane when everybody's like that motherfucker's not real i just seen that video so i'm probably the worst person to talk about trends because i have no fucking idea but i think the difference with guys is like We're not used to seeing it. Like, you know, back in the day, you had 8 Ball and MJG, Snoop Dogg, like, you know, guys wanted to be, you know, you picked the coast. You was East Coast or West Coast. You was either, uh, you know, Bad Boy Records or you was, you know, uh, Death Row. And then everybody kind of, you know, fell in their ways then. And now you got people pick a side. It's like NBA Young Boy or Lil Durk or. You know, like every like guys do it too, but I don't think, and I may be a guy, and again, I'm the worst person because I don't know trends. I think with certain guys, we're just not as loud as certain women are. But again, women are just coming around to this point in music where they have a voice. You know, like women on the rise in rap. Like this is, you know, we have you got your city girl era, you got your hot girl era. I don't know if Sexy Red has a name for hers yet, but. You know, then you have that. Cardi B was big. You got Beyonce; she's kind of been around forever. You had Nicki Minaj, where she got the Barb. So, like every woman is just finally like they're picking their place. But I think with guys, their issue is like, all right, we get it, we see it. All right, like this ain't you. You gonna hop on another trend next week, and then like just like just be quiet. Like we get it now. And this again, this is just a guess. I'm not condoning what they're doing, but. Mm-hmm. You know this is just a guess, like I can say all trends annoy the hell out of me, whether it's guys or girls, they annoy the hell out of me, but for this particular one, I just think she's catching the flack because you know women are taking what sexy red are saying, and they're making it their whole identity like overnight
0: okay let's let's get into kinda like the respectability portion when it comes to black people. Now i've heard a lot of think pieces from black men and black women and it says that sexy red is making the black community look bad and i'm like this is one woman one young woman we have so many black doctors lawyers teachers nurses plenty of black people in music and entertainment like jd and we have so many directors and and all producers all type of people and y'all want to say that this one girl is just soiling the black community and it's like, do y'all really care about the black community as a whole? Or do you only care about looking decent to other communities such as white people? Like, is it really about the black community? Or are you just seeing a woman who has a different aesthetic? And it's not an easily digestible aesthetic. I know like people see it as ratchet and ghetto and all this. But that's honestly a part of our community
1: so white people have you know their rocker people they have their surf people they have their nerd people they have their tech people they have their you know and white people say the same thing like you're making us look bad the difference is they don't put it out on the internet that's the only difference the surfer bros the free-spirited hippies the tech bros they don't like those the confederate
0: people. yeah people. They, they
1: don't you know the the white trashy people, they don't, you know, the the uppity white people, they don't like the white trashy people. It's like you making us look bad. And it's like, well, to who? We know who, we know what to who means. We know what that means. However, I will say this. When we talk about you make us look bad, I want us to get out of the mindset of always, whether it's good or bad, the first thing that come to mind is white people. I wish we get out of that mindset. Like, if I go in a store and I'm dressed nice or I'm, you know, I, I greet the cashier or whatever I do, somebody would be like, well, dang, bro, like you, you must want to be white. I have, i like, I have to be white to look good or I have to be white to be intelligent. Like, why can't, like, why can't black be sophisticated? Why can't black be well-dressed? Why can't black be, you know, speak with proper vernacular? Like, what's the problem with that? So I think we need to get out, whether it's good or bad, whether it's ratchet or sophisticated, whether you graduated, whether you didn't, we need to get out of the mindset of when something good and or bad happens. The first thing that comes to our mind is white people. Stop doing that shit. Like, I, I don't, I don't agree with that at all. The
0: only thing I'm a, the only thing I don't agree with in what you say is the fact that white people Look at other white people like you're you're making us look bad. Because do. white people are still in a position of power in the United States. So who, you think those folks care how they look to us? Yes. Or to other marginalized communities? Yes. I don't think they, they do. do.
1: And I'll tell you why. When, to give you a little bit of my, I know y'all don't know, but to give you a little bit of my, about my backstory. I was in the Army for eight years. I've seen every kind of white person there is. The difference is white people are going to stick together, some of them, no matter what. Take the Trump rally for an example. You had white people on the left side. You had white people on the right side. The white people going back and forth, arguing with each other. But at the end of the day, they are still white. They are still going to stick together. I may not like you. I may hate your political views. I may hate how you dress. I may hate that you date a black or, you know, black man, black woman. But at the end of the day, you are white. I'm going to stick by you. We don't do that. Plain, simple, end of discussion. The white surfer, bro, he's still white. If that white man needs a job, understand he's still going to get it before you. He's white. Simple, end of discussion, don't matter. He's white. It don't matter if he's bagging groceries, putting tires on a car, or picking up cans. He's still going to get that job before most black people will. if If the person interviewing him is white, at the end of the day, it is Caucasian on his application. He is going to get that job before an Asian man, black man, whomever. He's going to get it first. That's just that.
0: And yes, because it's. I don't think it's more so of white people sit together. I think it's still because they are in a position of power. So instead of feeling a role in an organization with a person of color, they put a white person there. But I want us to think about this. We, as people, yes, when you walk out of the house, you should be kind, you should be a good person, but as far as your appearance goes, of course, people judge us by our appearance first, but I I truly don't think that matters because- It absolutely does. Some of the kindest people I have met have been in tattered clothes, old clothes, Clothes that didn't fit right, but they had so much wisdom. And I'm like, maybe if I judge this person harshly by their appearance, I wouldn't have got that or that good conversation or that blessing or that point into my spirit like I got. Because you can look presentable and you can wear a suit and tie and have on like a, a Tom Ford suit. And if there's a racist in the room with you, they'll just be like, look at that educated N-word. They they don't look at all of us the same,
1: regardless. That that part I agree with. You still gonna be you still gonna be a nigga at the end of the day. It's a difference between I gotta work with this nigga, and you know, yeah, this is this is just a nigga. I don't want to talk to him at all. Granted, you still a nigga, and at the end of the day, dare I say it, we don't own hospitals, grocery stores, schools, d- distribution centers. We don't own anything that we would need to survive we need other races of people so because we need those other races of people i'm not saying fit in what i am saying is there's a time and place for everything there's a time and place where you're going to need to know how to wear a suit there's a time and place where you need to know how to write properly and read properly and you know articulate things and even within our communities you still should want to to carry yourself with some sort of Intellect or some kind of, you know, I just give a damn about what I look like and what I speak like. That's not a I'm trying to appease white people thing. That's just not. I just care about me. I like I want to be better type deal. Mm-hmm. So who's to say like oh well like if you go to college is it right for me to say well you just trying to be with the white folks? It's like no, nah, I just want to educate myself. Like that's what I'm saying. White people are always at the forefront of our our mind, and that's what I don't like.
0: And. Honestly, I can get why that is because they pretty much run the world, the country, the United States. They really do. And I do see a lot of black people I've seen it for myself in the workplace and personally where we where I see a black person just jumping through hoops for white validation. And it's like for what?
1: Now that's different if you're doing it for for white validation, that's fine if you if you go to a job interview and let's just say you're a lawyer or whatever the case may be Now you spent four years in undergrad, you went, took the boy, or whatever. is he acting or she acting white when they go to this interview and they sit up properly they they speak a certain way it's like no, like you're selling yourself. You should do that with yeah, whatever. and
0: it, that's just called being professional. Exactly, However, but certain
1: people will tell you you're acting white. It's like no, and that's
0: I, just pure ignorance. It like is you ignorance. cannot, we cannot talk about respectability politics and then think that all black people should should speak in a way that's unintelligent. Like you have black people who just speak well; they're not acting white; they just speak well. I do want to say though, if you are in a room with white people, whether you're rather you're professionally speaking or code cash, switching? Yeah, code switching. If you're changing the way you speak because you're like, "Well, oh, I don't want to come off as too ghetto, too hood." Just in in those spaces, I think it's important for for us to be ourselves because we need to expose people to what blackness truly looks like instead of watering ourselves down. And that's why you have things like microaggressions in the workplace because we're we're watering ourselves down too much. And these people are not exposed to true blackness where they're like, you know what? Don't ask to touch my hair. Don't make comments about my blackness. Don't make comments about food that black people eat. Don't do that. So that's the only thing I don't agree with. Um, And I used to do that. I used to code switch a lot. Like when I was on the phone with people, I used to try to hide in my accent or just, you know, talk. In a cadence that was different, and it was so, it was so exhausting, physically and mentally. Like, dang, I just wish I could talk like myself. And when I did, I noticed that people started treating me different. They Why started- do you
1: think that? I don't mean to cut you off, but when we grew up, I remember our grandparents saying, like, when you get around these white folks, yeah, when you get around these white, is it because they knew that they run this world that we will one day be a part of, or were they saying like, look, this is how you have to be if you want to get ahead in life to their, to their, fu- I'm not going to even say to their fault. That's the world they came up in. And that's how they brought us up in like mm-hmm. white people did run the world. And sadly white people still run the world now. So is it what, were they wrong in saying that or were they trying to get us to understand? Like, look, unfortunately, this is how you have to be in this world.
0: I would not blame my grandparents. And no, I'm not
1: saying blame them. I'm saying, yeah, like,
0: I won't do that to them because in their age, they had to do that for a survival. Yeah. It could be a life or death situation where they had to act a certain way to get out of, you know, the police pull them over or to get a job to feed their family. Nowadays, it's like the power, of course, Black people are not at the majority of power, but we, we still are in high places in the United States now. So we don't have to. It's not a life or a death or a survival situation today I just in certain cases.
1: Something. Those black people that are in those high positions, how often do those black people reach back and pull more black people with them? It's not often. Why is that?
0: I don't know. That's a good question.
1: That's what I would like to know. Those people that have, quote, made it from the hood, you know, wherever the case may be, when they come back, it's like, I don't even want y'all to know that I'm here for real because of, you know, the 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 status that I've elevated myself to. A lot of us, when we make it somewhere, not even make it somewhere, a lot of us are ashamed of being black or certain parts about being black mm-hmm. embarrasses us. So... When we fix that within ourselves, then we can move to this whole, you make us look bad slash good in front of white people. And I think
0: that mindset where you're not eager to help other people, is just, it's out of scarcity. It's like, I broke my back to get here. If I pull you up with me, what what if you take my spot? What if I lose what I have? You know, it's just scarcity. And I can't say I blame those people, but just for me personally, when... I see any resource that I can share with the black community, I share it. It's not going to take no food from my mouth.
1: There's so many. What I've learned in this world, white white person opened up a tire shop. He know he can't do everything by himself. Somebody is going to be in charge of the front desk. Somebody is going to be in charge of inventory. Somebody's going to be in charge of this. Somebody's going to be in charge of that. With black people, if we can't be the head honcho, if we can't be Numero uno, win don't want no parts of it. It's like, well, bro, like, shit, you hired me, but you only hired me to, you know, keep track of the books. Well, bro, I'm, like, it's it's better. I Like, I'm trying to bring you with me. Like, I'm trying here, but I, I can't do it if you're fighting against me. And it's like, you know what? Just forget about it. I'll go get somebody else. Well, now I'm a sellout. Like, we, we have so many issues that we need to fix.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: this whole... You know you again, you make us look bad slash good in front of white people. I disagree with it on either side if you are if you want if you want to be ratchet then you ratchet it it just shouldn't it shouldn't matter to white people what we do because we all know they're gonna copy whatever we do good or exactly. bad. they're gonna copy it anyway seen it gets whi-
0: called ghetto first and then it then gets you do it.
1: I've seen white people you know they they got do rags now. You're never going to get waves, white boy. Sorry, it's just not going to happen. Sorry to, but still, white people, if you listen, sorry. Not being disrespectful, just being honest with you. Um, You know, I don't, it shouldn't matter, like, okay, well, I speak well, or you want to be white. Like, that's the first thing that comes to your mind. Why not? You know what? This is a very well spoken brother. We couldn't even read however many years ago, and now this man can speak really well. Uh You know, or this teacher is trying to teach these kids that can't read nowadays. They trying to teach them something. And it's like, you want to fight against this teacher. And then you bring up, well, you like my, my son or my daughter don't need to learn this white man. Like what, what like why are they the, at the forefront of everything? Just why? I don't understand that.
0: Yeah. Do you think that there's a certain way and we're going to circle back to six grade and the like the sexualization of black women in a minute, but do you think that there's a certain way that black people should behave in public? I am i don't know if you heard about this, but let's go back a few years. There were a group of black women on a wine train, and I think it was Napa Valley, um, and they were just laughing, having a good time, and the police got called on them because they were being disruptive to
1: So I'm not going to say it's a way to act or for us it's not a certain way to act in public. But there's a certain there's a certain level. Like we not all we shouldn't always act like we had to cook out. I wouldn't want to go to some, you know, five star restaurant. But
0: what what if that's the true them?
1: And that's fine. It is. However, you have to understand what comes with everything. First off, you're not the only people there. That's number one. If you had a five star dinner, you can't be a certain way. You can't be at the cookout, at the, you know, at the, you know, whatever. the. So what
0: you're saying is a, is a time and place for everything. It's, it's a time and place
1: for everything. Have fun, be energetic, enjoy the moment, be in the moment, make memories. However, you ain't at the cookout when you at Napa Valley. Would you want to go to a five-star restaurant and somebody come in, they pan-sagging, they loud as hell, or... You know, let's let's do this. Let's add white people in there. Would you want to go to a five-star restaurant and Brad come in and it's like he doing coke, like, just out in the open? We know they do it, but it's like, bro, you going to do that right in the middle of the, 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 the waiting room? That, that's what you going to do? It's like, nah, bro, it's time to get the hell out of here. You know, it's a, it's a time and place for everything. That's just my own personal belief. Mm-hmm. Certain people may call me, you know, a coon for that, but I'm just saying, like, it's a... My ears go up behind everything. It's not a race thing. It's not a you know, it's a I. Right, eye. Like I can tell your level of read the roomness, I guess. And you don't know where the hell you at. You don't know how to, you know, read the room. I'ma just exit said room. You know, like it's a it's just a time and place for everything. That's all.
0: And I get that, but um, a lot of people, unfortunately, and I used to be this type of person. If you took me to a five star restaurant, there probably things on the menu I could not pronounce. Um, there, it's like I was just embarrassed because I've never been in those settings, so I'll never judge somebody for not knowing how to behave in certain settings. Because no, as,
1: I'm not. A but lot of
0: times, as a, as adults, like there, that's our first time experiencing like luxury, so it's kind of like. You know, it's overwhelming for us. We're excited and all this other stuff. So you just, you have to practice. And I'll never judge somebody for No,
1: I'm not going to judge them. But again, if you're going to these places, you know, there's a different aura in certain places. I'm not saying go home and YouTube and, and research it and all this other stuff. But when you walk in, again, read the room. I'm not saying, you know, water down who you are not saying that, but look around, pay attention. If you don't know how to act, if something feels unnatural to you, then, you know, don't do it. But, you know, don't go to certain places and then you loud as hell, you being disruptive, and then somebody comes over and taps you and is like, hey, you can't do that here. They're not wrong. They're pres- First off, they're running a business. First off, they're preserving the aura of their business. Cause nine times out of 10, that's what they're selling. So if you ruin their product, it's like, ah, well, you know, can't really, can't really sell that no more. And that's for any race. I've seen white people thrown out of restaurants, you know, and it's still, you know, they still come out, Hey, I apologize. You know, this isn't, this isn't, you know, how we do business. This isn't what we sell, you know, I've seen black people thrown out of restaurants. Again, it's not a race thing. It's a, just read the room. That's all. If you don't know how to act in certain places, that's fine. But again, just, again, read the read read the room. It's the best advice I can give you. Read the room. You wouldn't go to, you know, this five star restaurant with with a little skirt on with, you know, all this other stuff. So those things that you know when you go in those places, just read the room. That's it.
0: I say that. My view on it is that mo- more of us black people need to just be ourselves around other races and let other races know, listen, I'm not dimming my blackness to make you more comfortable because that's what it's about.
1: Define Pe- blackness. Define it.
0: Blackness is it's, it's the culture as a whole. Mm-hmm. It's, um, I mean, I it's, it's so much. Like, I'm not saying blackness is ratchetness, being ghetto, because we know blackness as a whole is like multifaceted. We have all types of blackness that we celebrate. We have your HBCU type of blackness. We have we have so many types of blackness that we celebrate and that we put out in public. And sometimes we're a little afraid to do that because oh, I don't want I don't want to make these people uncomfortable. They're gonna get scared. So what? We exist in America too, and we need to let these people know, listen, I don't care if you get uncomfortable. This is who I am. So let me
1: ask you a question. This is going to be funny as hell, but I got a question. Mm-hmm. If you went out to, to, this, to this nice restaurant and these group of guys jump out the car, they smoking weed, pans below their ass, would you be like a, I, you know, how, how would you take that situation?
0: But now we're just talking about one small portion I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, of the black community. What I'm, that's
1: what I'm, I'm trying to make a point here. So if these, if these people jumped out the car, these girls, they bent over, they twerking, they having fun, right? Mm-hmm. That's, that's, you know, that's what we do as fun, right? So that's, that's part of blackness. What would you do?
0: Nothing.
1: I know. Are they bothering me? No, they're not bothering you. Okay. However, what does that look like for us? For everybody, not for, just white. For all black people. Yes, for us. Now, I'm, the hell with white people, Indian people, Asian people. What does that look like for all of us?
0: I'm gonna just say, if you have preconceived notions about people, you just won't have have them. So, I I think we need to care less about. We need to be self aware. Exactly. If a, if
1: that's what i that's that's that's, a, that's what I'm saying. Be self aware. If
0: a, if a restaurant or establishment business is like. You know, we can't be loud in here. They have, you know, keep your volume down type thing. If it's like a very talkative restaurant, a bar, you can't be in there screaming at the top of your lungs. But just be self-aware. However, if you want to get up and dance, get up and dance. If you want to, you know, just...
1: Now, you do that at a five-star establishment. Are they wrong for telling you to leave?
0: Like getting up and dancing? Yes. Yeah, because that, that's not, you You don't do that at those type of places. But
1: that's blackness. So if I'm up, I'm dancing these girls, twerking, whatever, that's blackness. So how can we mix blackness with, because essentially what you're saying is, okay, don't twerk in here, but we just established twerking is a part of blackness. So it's how a do, small
0: portion of it. It is
1: y'all. a small, it's small. So how do you mix those, you know what? What do I what like? What do I tone down in places like these five star restaurants?
0: You follow the rules that everybody else follows. There's a time and place for everything. That's all I'm saying. Every establishment has these preconceived rules or notions about them. If you're at a a cookout and it's public, like there's an, a black event at a park. Yeah, go a for, public yeah. park. Yeah, and. Black people are dancing and twerking, and then some person calls the police and like they're dancing provocatively and blah 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 blah. Girl, going about your business. Like this is what we're here for—to have fun, to party. And again, but you cannot stand on the table in the in a in a establishment and start twerking on it. Like you can't do it like that in a five star restaurant or something. But most of us know that it's just we're so used to our blackness being attacked for the most simple things.
1: Oh. Right, and, and and let's just do this. I'm going to just throw this out here.
0: Most of the time, the
1: white people sitting there, bored, you know, just whatever, because half of them don't have no personality as it ends, as it starts with. But, we all know, when when we having fun, the white people, you know, they dance in a very, very awkward way, and it's like, bro, you're killing the vibe. But, it, you you like, you having fun. Like, they want to be a part of it, but it's like, you know, I just want us to be more like you said—more self-aware. It's not toning down your blackness. It's not watering yourself down. You're just being more self-aware. That's all.
0: Self-aware and more, more so public places. But we all know black people are not dumb. Every type of place you go to has rules. You don't go in the library hooting and hollering. You don't go in a hospital hooting and holling. You're quiet in hospitals because. You don't know what's going on behind those closed doors somebody could be saying goodbye to a family member library people are reading looking at books trying to work so you keep your volume down but it's just like like i said the smallest things we do as black people is seen as a threat to others and it's really not that deep um and especially in the workplace like a few years ago we just i did not gonna say we coined the term but the term became popular, microaggressions in the workplace, where it's basically watered down racism where people are not used to blackness so they kind of teeter on how can I ask you a question without seeming too racist? It's going to come off as just me being curious but I'm, I'm not being curious. That's why I'm saying watered down. I so, would say this. Come into office with your braids, your natural fro, you don't have to wear you don't have to feel like oh if i wear my natural hair they'll see me as too black if i if i wear my dreadlocks or i get my hair dreaded they'll they'll see me as too black don't worry about those people they need to experience true blackness and natural blackness because they're used to us shrinking down to fit in their mold and we shouldn't do that no more
1: i will say because i've been around Jesus Christ! Every kind of white person there. There are some white people that are genuinely cute. Ki- I'm not gonna say his name. The first guy, when I got to my unit, he was married to. A, well, he probably don't count because he married to a black woman. I was sitting out eating lunch by myself. I didn't mind you. This white boy came up. You know, he was chewing a tobacco thing. You know, had his lip way out. And he was like, "Man, I was the new guy at one point. Like, what's your name?" And I was like, I, I told him, and I at my, I was like, "Damn, like you." Like, all the white people sitting over there, like, you know, you, you want to come talk to me? All right, bet. A lot of them are, you can tell the ones that are asking questions that are genuinely trying to figure out, like, hey, I want to know the answer. And the ones that's like, so did Quita do your braids in the apartment? (laughs) Like, you, like, you can tell. And them, you can tell them go to hell. But the ones that come up and they're like, oh, my God, your hair, your skin, like, you know, how do you do it? Like, they genuinely, some of them really want to know, like, how did your skin glow so like that? And you can't just tell them, well, this thing called melanin, you don't have it, sorry. You know, you can't really buy it. It's just, You know, like some of them genuinely want to know, but you can tell who's genuine and who's not. Mm-hmm. That's just my personal experience. That's just me. Personally,
0: uh, so I'll I'll give an example. Let's say you're talking about your family in a work meeting, and then one of your coworkers says, "Oh, the dad is around." That yeah. is an example of a microaggression. And and then
1: if you and then for those people, you should cuss them out. That's just me or, personally.
0: Since I have dreadlocks. If I was in the workplace and somebody walked by and I was I was just telling my black coworker what I used to wash my hair and she stopped and says, oh, I didn't know that y'all washed those. That's a microaggression. So things like that is what I'm talking about. Like there's a certain genuine curiosity is fine. Like, hey, what do you put on your hair? I'm like, okay, why do you want to know? But, you know, you didn't come off as... You know making me extremely uncomfortable By asking this question
1: Do you think that certain white people Feel more comfortable asking Certain black people questions than others No Because (laughs) I would like Again when we were deployed Like That's all I was around Like you know it was maybe three four brothers And out of them three four Two of them wanted to be white So including me I hung around three black people You know that was the You know, and there were certain white people when we were just hanging around, just sitting outside, you know, they just pulled up a chair and like, man, tell me about yourself. Tell me, you know, about your family, about, you know, why you joined the army. Tell me, you know, whatever. They were genuinely curious. And then, like, you know, at the time I had waves and they were like, man, now that we talking, I just want to know, like, bro, how you get, like, how you get the wave? Like, tell me, like, how how did you do that? I have a
0: question. I don't mean to cut you off, but have you ever been told by... A person that's not black, that oh my gosh, you speak so well for a black person or any variation of that sentence. Have I've been ever-
1: told I've been told that by black people, and I mean I've been told that from black, white, Asian, who matter.
0: how how did it make you feel when you were told that by white people? Doesn't it make you feel like okay, what you trying to say about other black people?
1: Oh, what do you mean I speak so well for a black person? No, nah, because I'm an asshole. What I, what I always came back with, if I got that vibe from them that you're trying to be a smart ass, and I came back with something like if they was a country white boy, and I'm like, well, how does it feel to be married to your cousin? Yeah. Or something like that. And then all of a sudden it was, no, 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 man, I'm, I don't mean it that way. But I don't blame certain white people for the questions they ask because the media portrays us in a certain way. So I don't get mad at them in their ignorance. It will be I would be
0: I don't I, agree with you there.
1: <laughs> I don't because it's like we see, we believe what we see. They don't see black active dads. They know that they are exist, like they exist, but we don't see it. It's just like at one point in time, I thought all white women were just they all act the same way and they don't. Mm-hmm. But that's just what I saw. So I was the ignorant one. Now again, if you come up and I was like, you know, you know, my dad, and they're like, oh, your dad's around, you know, and then okay, bet not, not, now we finna get into something, but you know, certain white people they didn't have their dad, and I didn't know that until I actually sat down and talked to the genuine ones, not the assholes, cause them, you know, you just leave them be, but it's certain white people's like, yeah, man, you know, my they will open up. My dad wasn't, you know here my mom you know we moved a lot we were poor and i'm like damn like you know bro i thought because you were white like y'all just had it like that and it's like nah bro we did and he could, like certain white people could have taken that as me being racist but it's like that's what we see like we see the white people with the nice houses and you know they got nice cars and they all graduate from college and they take over daddy's business and some of them it don't go that way like it really don't I go that mean, way for them
0: yeah and I get that, but I'm just saying, like, we all have access to resources. We all have opportunities to learn instead of, like, sitting in our ignorance and just being like, well, I didn't know. There are so many people who have said race, extremely racist in a recent... Um, years and they were non black who said yep. something extremely like just that's what
1: I, I expect that from them.
0: out of the way, and then they, they use their tears like, I didn't know, I'm so sorry. Like, I expect no, that
1: that's what they cannot do. You do not
0: use your ignorance here,
1: I ex- you I'm have be, the
0: resources. I'm gonna be
1: honest with you. Whenever I hear someone outside of us saying something racist, I don't get upset because I expect that out of them. I yeah, don't get
0: upset it. either I expect at this point, and again,
1: like, you're not part of my race. You're not part of, like, you don't understand what we go through. I genuinely don't care about you. So when I tell you to go to hell, I genuinely want you to go to hell. I take more offense when a black person tells me that I sound white or I dress white or whatever. I take more offense than that than a white person asking you know, me certain questions because I, I just don't care about white people. I care about us, though. hmm so when someone black says, "Oh bro, you talk white." It's like, "Damn, bro, like you just you just going to keep holding us back, huh? You yeah. just you just going to keep you just going to keep you just going to keep us there." Like, why I got to be white? Why? Like, why is that and why again why are those people the forefront of your of like just at I the forefront? I think
0: some people are just maybe they're challenged or insecure about their own intelligence and they see yours as a threat. I don't think it's truly about white people because those people know a lot of people who are um who speak well or intelligent or some people who talk extremely proper, they don't talk with any type of accent. Like you probably couldn't tell on the phone what their race was. But for people like me, immediately when I start talking, you can tell that I'm a black woman. Yep. Same. So, um same. now let's kind of circle back to um sexy red. And we're going to get into hypersexualization of black women. I'm in this group. I'm not going to say what group. But the girl asked, like, what's folks' problem with Sexy Red? And in that thread, there were some very off-putting responses about... Um, I would love to hear them. Yeah. I didn't screenshot everyone, but I just screenshotted my comment. I said, because some people see a woman who is a lot different than from themselves and cast judgment on her. She's a different flavor of black woman, which is fine. We come in all flavors. But some flavors are accepted because of internalized respectability, politics, colorism, elitism, and classism. As many sexy reds out there, there's twice as many other black people to listen to. She's just existing, and that's not a crime, which is true.
1: I mean again sexy red is new she's gonna catch a lot of flex she's gonna catch a lot of hate
0: and i just want to say this not to go too far off topic but when i said um colorism played a role in how people are treating sexy red i'm not lying because i truly feel like if this girl was light-skinned and she had softer features because she just looked like a black woman with, with um, black features to me. She's not ugly at all. You know, I, I don't like the tattoos because I think she's gorgeous without the tattoos. But, you know, I don't like facial tattoos on any woman. But that's what she chose to do and whatever. You know, it doesn't make her look ugly to me. But she, I feel like if she looked that way, she wouldn't get nothing. Nothing at
1: all. So, you think... Because
0: she talks about the same things that Glorilla talks about. She talks about... They was on glow ass. She talks about... Not like they are with her. They're comparing this girl to Young Thug. Saying that she's a roach. Like, all types of stuff is so mean.
1: They said... I mean... So, again...
0: Lotto. Sweetie.
1: I can go on and on. They talked... They talked a lot of shit about Sweetie. They talked about what she ate. And then they compared what she ate to, like you know, she smells this way. Like, I wouldn't want to be in her bath. Like, they talked about her. Yeah, but,
0: but that's just normal, like, internet picking. But it's with, it's still, with, like, they
1: talk, I mean, they... With
0: Sexy Ray it's more so, look at this ratchet hoe. What would she talk about? She ugly, she this, she stinks. she this and that. And I'm like, how, What? What is? what is the correlation here?
1: So, I'll say this. With certain people, aesthetics is gonna kill you. You said sexy red has facial tattoos, she has facial piercings. Um not that that shouldn't matter, but we are in a generation where aesthetics are everything. When Lil Kim came out, Lil Kim was just Trina. Who else? Foxy Brown, um, who else? Just just like just sex driven lyrics. They didn't say nothing about it. Eve is brown-skinned. Foxy Brown is is, is dark-skinned. They didn't say anything about those women.
0: But look at their... These are women who... I mean, they were freaking gorgeous. they still gorgeous now. But...
1: That's the difference. That's what I'm saying. It was a little more easier to... And I'm not saying that these men are right. They were a little bit... E- the Foxy Browns, the Eves, the... You know, all of those women, Trina's they were a little bit easier to be like, all right, like, you talking about sucking my d- dick and and, and, and and sucking my best friend off and, you know, taking dick Yeah, I
0: You just, know what?
1: You're kind of fine, so, you know. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. it's kind of fine, but I know most women don't find sexy red attractive. I think she's a pretty girl, but I feel like that's the core issue here. It's not about...
1: No, it's not. It's she's she's just... We've never seen somebody like her the facial tattoos, the facial piercings, you know. Uh, I don't
0: know. Y'all haven't seen somebody like her in, like, in in the space she's in now, like, celebrity. But sexy red, to me, she's like a girl that you'll see in Bessemer, in Tuscaloosa, anywhere. She's like a regular girl to me.
1: I think you would see her in more of a emo black community, but just like your regular. Everyday girl from the hood, like no, nah, I don't think so. Not with the the lip, the two lip piercings. I don't know if she got an eyebrow piercing or not. She might, I don't know. But you know, the comparing her to Young Thug, they gonna do that to every new artist that come out. They they gonna do that. That's just they gonna find somebody, they gonna compare them to them, and that's just gonna be that. It work it's worse because she's a woman, and it's like man, this girl is is just trying to rap. Like she just want to rap, like. That's it. She just, she literally, she just want to rap. That's all. But I don't think it's because of her. I think her lyrics and her looks together make her an easy target. That's what so I think.
0: When I've heard a lot of women say, like, oh, you're over sexualizing black women. Let's kind of get on that because my standpoint on it is from the time that we were bought from Africa yeah, uh-huh. to the United States, black bodies not even just black women black body bodies have been overly sexualized you have the connotation that black men and their their body part yep and how how women saw that like oh you you're supposed to get ravaged by this black man they didn't see y'all as human they mm-hmm. saw y'all as a as a penis and for black women there there was literally a woman named Sarah Bartman who had like she had a big butt they put this lady on display even after her death, Uh-huh. putting her butt on display. And in my book, I'm reading Medical Apartheid. You just see these stories over and over where black bodies, it's like you, you're a property.
1: Those women whom are telling Sexy Red like, I right, you know, and this kind of goes back to the first conversation. Those are women that are probably like, all right, you know. Everybody enjoys sex, it's a part of it But, like, goddamn, like, do you have to Black men already look at us or talk to us this way Now you're giving them more of a green light to do it I'm not saying that's the case But I'm just saying, like, if I I had a guess as to why They have a problem with it They're probably like, all right, look Black men think about us this way We're already over-sexualized And now you're just coming in and now you're the the six face or the face of sex right now, and it's like you just now. How do I go out in public and say like, you know, I don't want this or I don't like this, you know? How how do like how do we do that? And you're the spokesperson for us think, right now.
0: Yeah, I don't think it's fair to pin that all on Sexy Red because she's she just stepped on the scene. Right, even before then, you could you had that song you had that song WAP with Cardi. And, and
1: nigga, I mean, I, since you brought that up, I didn't understand why niggas was mad about that. So you got two women talking about how wet they put didn't understand why niggas was mad about that. Didn't understand that. Um, I I just, I didn't I didn't get it. Like, I don't understand why they were so mad about that. But, again, this is just a guess. I'm guessing those women that have a problem with Sexy Red, they're like, all right, like, tone down the sex talk a little bit like we're trying not to be over sexualized and we're trying not to you know for people to be like oh well you listen to sexy red you must want this done to you or you must
0: like that's not our issue i want women out there who are blaming all this stuff on sexy red it's not even we talking about the black community right now but this is women as a whole Women in general, Mm -hmm. we are going to be sexualized regardless. I agree. If you wear, you can't wear certain things without somebody looking at you a certain way. You can't do anything. This has been the beginning of time, basically, where our bodies are not, it's like they're not our property. People Mm -hmm. think they use and abuse our bodies. And this has nothing to do with Sexy Red. These things have been in place. These rules have been in place for centuries. Way before sexy Red stepped on the scene, and what she's doing is she's using that to build her brand if you we know that it's not working for us, I cannot blame this black woman for saying, "You know what they're gonna sexualize us anyway we We don't care. I think black women need to stop thinking about that and just be like, we need to exist, and that's it.
1: Do you think that those women are wrong for saying like you are making us?" look over sexual, like over, like you're wrong, like when she came out we all know most people if you listen to uh, post anything with anybody new, that's automatically who they associate you with do you think those women, because she's the trend right now, do you think women are mad because it's like, alright, now this is what people are going to think about all of us? Mm -hmm. Or do you really and truly believe that they're like, okay, you're making all this sex-driven content, like, I really have a problem with that? Like, do you think, which way do you think it is? Because if they really have a problem with all the sex content, okay, cool. Me, personally, I have a problem with rappers nowadays, and the only thing you talk about is selling drugs and killing. It's like, I I don't want to hear that. Mm -hmm. So for women, that's like, I don't want to hear you know, sucking nigga dick all day. Like, you know, I, I'm i more of a woman than that. Like, I can tolerate it at time, but I don't want to hear that all the
0: time. Are they wrong for that? We got flat for time, so go ahead. Black people, do not feel like you have to water yourself down or shrink yourself in the presence of others. Be yourself, of course. Keep where you are in in mind we already know that if you're listening to my podcast, I know you're not a stupid person. Finish. You know how to act in certain social settings. All I'm saying is, when you go to work, when you go to school, don't think that you have to change your voice. Don't think that you have to not be a certain way because people going to judge you. People going to judge you regardless. I just feel like they should judge you while you are being your most authentic self. And Respectability politics, I hate seeing it because our prior generations did so much for us, for us to live authentically. They they did so much work so that we can work in the same workplaces as white people. Go to school with white people. They didn't do that so you can like be meek in front of these people.
1: Black people, stop worrying about... Whether what you're doing good or bad, if white people will approve of it, at the end of the day, you are a nigga. That's just that. Sorry to be so blunt, but that's just, it is what it is. And so, we're amazing. We're we
0: amazing are. As we, we are. are. We
1: are. We to, are. To Asian people, to East Indian people, to white people, we are just that. It don't matter if you drive a Bentley or if you drive a Bucket, at the end of the day, you a nigga in a Bentley or you a nigga in a bucket. It's just that plain and simple. However, when you step out of said Bentley or Bucket, you should wanna be, you know, the best version of you for yourself first and foremost, and then for the rest of the world, whether they be white, black, Asian, Korean, East Indian, Middle Eastern, whatever the case may be. You can be educated because you wanna be educated. You can be proper because you that's, you know, you want to be proper. It's not about white people or whatever the case may be. We need to stop thinking that, you know, whether I do something good or bad is for white people. Get rid of that mindset. Lastly, my my advice to everybody, black woman, black man, doesn't really matter. Go make you some fucking money. You'll feel better. Uh, I got that from Dipsy. That's about all I got
0: right my people my friends